0: Welcome back, people. This is Don't Sleep on the Couch. I'm your boy, Mr. Prayers. And to my left, always with me, I
1: got. It's your boy Cash, AKA. You see the helmet right there? Still fly, it was fly. It's valuable lessons lost, even in defeat, baby.
0: I mean, they got a lot of valuable lessons then. They, <laughs> they showed up and get defeated a lot. For <laughs> sure,
1: for sure, man. Hey, you know, sometimes, I mean, sometimes you have one of these these down years. I know you can definitely attest to that.
0: All uh, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> A couple.
1: I had a, couple. I had a couple i had a couple you got some hey, practice yeah Here yeah go.
0: yeah yeah hey before we get the people and have them scaring them off and everything let's let's tell them about what we are and uh, and uh let's give them a rundown of today's show and then we'll go jump into it man
1: hey who we are as you said what we are who we are uh we're dsc podcast we've been friends for about damn near 20 years now Pres and i uh we met long 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 time ago and it, was, it wasn't it was basic training, but it was our technical school training here in the military. And then, uh, you know, we hit it off for the love of music initially and then grew to became uh, brothers, you know what I'm saying? More more than friends at this point. So that's that's really what we are. And what we talk about is music, whether that be hip hop and R&B, primarily sometimes country hip hop, you know, <laughs> as Press introduced to us a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> uh, we also talk about I mean, life topics, so we just talked about Dave Chappelle and anything of hip-hop culture, whether that's comedy, movies, if it it warrants a review, and that's what we do. And other type life topics, things that have been going on in the world, as you can see, George Floyd, so on and so forth. We've discussed all those things. We interview entrepreneurs. We do all those different type of things. But right now, what you can get week in and week out, aside from specials, is sports, music, and definitely what's going on in the culture. Oh, hey, definitely, definitely, definitely.
0: And then, uh, okay, then, so what we got for the this week, man? What we got?
1: Bro, we got a, we got a big slate, man, ahead of us. So first and foremost, uh, it was the GOAT's birthday. GOAT? Yeah, man. Kobe's birthday been gone, bro. One of the GOATs in hip-hop. Oh, you know that. Oh, hip-hop. Oh, hip-hop. It so birthday. it was LL Cool J. Oh, man, come on. Come on. He's one of the GOATs, man. There's, there's a lot of GOATs. There's a lot of GOATs, but there's only one that's universally known. And that is Jehovah, Jay-Z, Sean Carter, December 4th, his birthday just passed by. So we got a few things for you in regards to that. We also got a new versus Keisha Cole versus Shanti, man. This this is gonna be the one for all, all the ladies out there, and definitely for the music lovers at large. We also got a few uh albums we're gonna get get into, one mainly being Rock Marciano's Mount Marcy, Mount Marcy, right? And then also, whatever little uh, trinkets that kind of came out here and there. It was a slow week as far as what we listened to, so we didn't go and review everything else. Because guess what? We have coming up on a show, the annual Hip Hop Awards for Don't Sleep on the Couch podcast and Iggy's Loud Mouth podcast. So we're going to unveil some of the categories that we have and what we're going to talk about as far as hip hop and R&B. As we transition from music, we're going to get right into sports. Of course, we're gonna cover down on the Philadelphia Eagles. We're gonna cover down on the uh, Cardiac Raiders. <laughs> you know, Raiders fans, I don't blame you if you turned it off just prior to the game closing. But then, uh, you know, somehow you came out with the win. You know, the Tanking Jets—they want to get that boy Sunshine, so you know they had to let let this. You know, the Red Sea part, right? Uh, also, we got John Wall and the rest, uh, Russell Westbrook trade. We also have Paul George. Snitching on Doc Rivers, mm. you know what I mean? Not snitching, but I just say, you know, speaking speaking on Doc Rivers, talking soft again. That's what we're I, talking all soft. This dude, little, Hey, he spoke about his mental health. It ain't
0: solved. Let's 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 be. <laughs> Every time I hear him talk, he gets less and less. Uh, you know, like he get a stand up guy. You know, like he just let it's you good, go. Good
1: dude, good dude, good dude, man. You know he. You know you got to let him live, man. Pandemic P. Anyway, <laughs> NBA. Recently said, due to the constraints of what's going on in society, no marijuana testing this year. So health is going to be at an all-time high, back pain, knee pain, whatever joint pain you got. Hey, 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 hey. Smoke weed every day. So they got it, man. They got it. So, I mean, I'm, I'm sure more leagues will go to this as this thing kind of continues to, to push out further and further without the numbers going down as far as COVID-19. And last but not least, we got some things that are going on in the NFL, some trends that we're seeing. And if you're here for the first time, don't expect a whole lot of stats and all that stuff. Not that we don't care about stats, but this is good old fashioned homie talk, barbershop talk. If we hit a stat, it's because we paid attention to you and it reached our level. So that's a, that's a, that's the show, man.
0: Yeah, that's it. That's that man. That's that's a lot of stuff. That's a lot of stuff, man. Uh I'm I'm, I'm happy about this, man. But like you saying about this goat talk, man. LeBron. Oh, my fault. Nope, not him. Uh it's in hip hop, so it's LL Cool J is uh you know, you got three stacks. Who who we talking about? Hov. Hov, that's right. December 4th, man. Black album. Yeah, yeah. For I back out it. You know what I mean? So Hove, man, Hove. So what what we got to appreciate Hove about, man. How, tell us, us a little bit how you got started on Hove. I know you from
1: up in New York, so you probably had his uh, earliest uh, mixtape. Yeah, I'm from uh, a whole lot of places, but I claim Lower East Side and Brooklyn. That's where my pops live, Brooklyn style. stuy uh, We lived a few short blocks away from Marcy Projects. I've never met Jay, never met Bleak, none of the g- cats from Rockefeller, but you could feel that, that essence as they was coming up pretty much like into a, a no limit and master P in your area. Like you felt that and you kind of walked through that whole thing. And as I said before on the pod, like I was raised off of Jay Z and locks lyrics. Like those are my two favorite guys, Kid style chic and, and Ho. So like just a lot of things that this guy has said over the years, when you're talking about business, how to dress, how to move, how to act. It's like, it's just a lot of things that come to mind as far as just gems that he's just giving you in the rhymes, whether they be simple or coded. And it's still things to this day that I'm picking up from Hove stuff. So that's that's my guy, man. I can't say enough. He killed a jersey
0: movement, man. Like, what I look like with a jersey? I'm 30 plus. Come on. Eh, briefly.
1: It was brief. <laughs> People went right back to it. <laughs> but he did make them think about it. He did make, he did make them he didn't make him think about it. Yeah, man. And and that's the thing, man. Like,
0: uh, in hip-hop, he has touched, like, so much of this generation uh, or our generation coming up with hip-hop, not the, the new ones coming off the Lil Wayne's and all this little stuff, but they was highly influenced by the Jay-Z to the point where they got uh, his his rhymes written on their skin and everything is ingrained in them.
1: I even got a Rockefeller tattoo at one point or another, but it's covered up now because I was 19 and I barely had any money, but I was that much of a fanatic. Yeah. And then uh, speaking
0: of Lil Wayne, them like cash money is kind of like how I got introduced into Jay Z, so like down south, Mobile, Alabama. So like we ain't really listening at Jay Z like that. I mean, we knew who he was. He has little radio hits, Jigga Wood, and all this little stuff. But it was like when his song he had with Juvi, where Juvi was just on the hook, <laughs> and Big Pimpin'. Those was the ones that drug me in. So we're talking about In My Lifetime Volume Three. That album is the first like. I really absorbed. I brought that album, listened to it, and as I, you know, got past those cuts, got a little deeper to his other cuts. And it was like, okay, man, this man over here saying something, you know. Uh still don't know how he's gonna fit in my rotation, but he started to he started to creep in, creep in, creep in, you know? And then uh 9-11 happened, and you know what that means. Uh Towers fell but the Jay-Z dropped, blueprint. Donated all his sales of that day too to uh the nine eleven. Stand up charity. dude, and he's
1: been doing a lot of stuff like that all he still do it for current rappers. You get you get caught up, you get jammed up. Jay-Z is somehow somewhere in the rafters being like the puppet master and orchestrating something for these rappers nowadays. So he's he's always um, you know, I think well I forgot what album it was, but he was like saying something like the greatest form of giving is anonymous to anonymous. Like so he just does that type of thing all the time. And then the stories get out of Hove helping out. He don't never hear it from, hey, I did this. Or, hey, I'm giving out turkeys. He just does. And I think that's dope about Hove, yeah, too. because of what,
0: Meek Mill. He helped Meek Mill out of his situation. Wow. He was the one big, helping out Wayne in his situation. Uh, I mean, he's responsible for J. Cole, putting J. Cole on. Uh, your, your other boy, uh, the cult leader, what's his name? Kanye yeah. West. Uh, he's also responsible for that, so he has some flaws.
1: <laughs> hey, but real quick, I'm out of uh, uniform. I can't do this, this segment.
0: But he he had a couple retirements. We've been previewed to probably what three, four retirements now at this point.
1: Is now is he two that I really know about? Like one was after the first album, Reasonable right. Doubt, and then the other one was. Oh. Yeah, he said he was just only gonna make one album, and that was Reasonable Doubt, and then. It went forward and was black album. He was
0: trying to retire before he Yeah, he wanted know. to be behind
1: the scenes and do exec stuff and put other people on. Oh,
0: okay, okay, okay. But uh, you know, so I guess he before I even must knew about it, he was already retired. Uh and then you had like the black album, that was the big one. Then uh he came back again. What was that album called? The red, the red one, and then he retired. Kingdom Come. Kingdom Come. He threw a little dirt at uh man, he came in on camera. Dig a hove.
1: Yeah, yeah. But yo, speak, speaking of hove, man, like what are your top five albums? And just give me a little bit of, you know, why, you know?
0: Top five hove albums, man. So we're going to go, we're going to go, we'll go five to one. Five to one, I'm uh, going to say Watch the Throne, number five. Uh I only reason I'm putting out that cause it's kind of a feature album, but it's kill, man. You know, that's like that that album was like straight all the way through. It was like Peak, uh Kanye, Peak, uh, uh Jay. Well, yeah. Jay, well, Jay always been peak.
1: So But he just Kanye did it in just a way that he really brought out the best in Jay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And that that album that that man, I just remember that concert and the wave of that concert, them yeah, just right, the way they perform it, man. Like that was just a great time, great time. Uh then number four, I would say uh four, 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 That one, man. I, I like his most recent and what he's continued to bring. Like you saying, like he always trying to elevate and bring bring something new or bring you with him as he goes on this journey. If he as he go up here and he learns something new in life, he wanna make sure where well, he's a mentor to everybody and throw it back out there. This is what you should be doing. Like, uh, I mean, if you think you just think of like uh what blueprint three way talking about Tom Ford, but he's getting a little bit more in the pain showing you like how, what's wealth, what is wealth? Really? What, where you should really be investing and all this stuff—that's kind of what he opened up. And then he also put it up there, like no matter where you go in life and everything, man, we still are shunned or put in the corner. So we gotta have us. I think that's what that album told me, like all together, it's like we gotta protect us and we gotta have us, and that's the only way we can truly build. That's why he's doing all these things and actually constantly gives back with him and his wife and everything because they—they've been there. They're at the top, but like it's—it's it's not the view ain't. They ain't seeing too many too many of them at the top. So they would love for more to get brought up uh, and put he out did there, did say too.
1: that on uh, Washington, only spot a few blacks the higher I go. It, yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah. And then uh, number three would be the blueprint. Man, I'm telling you. Uh, so this, I was already in the military at this point. 9-11 happened, changed up my whole, our whole outlook on things, man. It was peacetime when we came in uh it was a whole nother different lifestyle and then 9-11 happened that changed up so much and the way we worked out but some kind of way I still managed to go get that blueprint that week and just hearing that music during that time frame helped me escape a little bit away from what was going on but still have this same gravitas like uh, of what what the weight of the world is on you and like this is how you
1: survive. Like it still had that hustle spirit to it. Yeah, I got a, a good story. Like my, uh well, my, at the time, my high school girlfriend, she had sent it to me, but you know, going just into the military, I didn't know that you couldn't listen to your music when you got it. You know what yeah. I mean? So she has sent it, you know, long, right. You know, after it came. So, you know, that was dope. But like, I had to wait all the way to the end of basic training, you know, and that was like maybe the third weekend or so uh when that happened cuz I was in basic training during 0911 and that that kind of went down. So I had to wait to listen to that album because you you saw the trajectory that Jay was going on, you know, after Volume 3 and and it was building, you know what I mean? And then he dropped Blueprint and it was like that that was it you know what i mean so that that was like a dope story and i always remember it for holding me down to like send my favorite artist album so you know um shout out to you you know and that hey another part on that
0: just like no matter all that crazy stuff that was going on in the world i still remember that album selling not in our location
1: like and the fab and the fab dropped that day too yeah
0: so man and then Number two would be the Blueprint 2 with a 2.1, not the full two. He should have condensed it down and made it into one album. I think I I personally did that anyway. I made it into my own little mixtape, and I had the 2.1 before it was like 2.1. Surprisingly, he thought the same thing, and that's how it's released now, that 2.1, and it had all the songs that I had condensed anyway. So he kind of. That tells me like he kind of figured like it was some fluff on that album and some other stuff, and but that that 2.1 is like perfect, man. The watcher, like oh, man, that that whole album. Get it my way. Yeah. And then my top album, pretty much most people ain't gonna probably agree with, but it's it's what touches you me the most is right? it's, it's it's American Gangster, man. Uh, uh, like I know oh. I shouldn't have did that. This I'm was once so again, right Jay Z was retired. He shouldn't have been doing no albums, and you wasn't expecting him to do it. You he, he heard that he was supposed to be over the, the soundtrack for the movie American Gangster, but you didn't understand that. It was, no, this was a whole album that was just had the feel, the vibe of that. It was just something like it, 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 it touched him, so it, it motivated him to do a whole album on that whole theme, and I just when you can theme something like that and just hold it and, and get a concept just completely off that, like, man, that was something that he hadn't really did in, in my opinion. And just to show that he could do anything like that. Cause I mean, that's how Nas did it. He'll walk you through what it was written and all this little stuff. He's walking you through the hood and like, but Jay Z didn't really have that type of body of work. It was just a collection of songs. And I was, lo- nice I was looking
1: up some credits because I just wanted to be for sure as I was saying it, then I remembered like the production, Sean C and LV from the Hitmen that did a lot of Biggie's earlier work and a lot of uh Bad Boy's earlier work. They, they killed that album from top to bottom, man. I know they didn't produce every single song, but sheesh. They, they did the line share and it is amazing.
0: Man, and then like half halfway through the album, it gave you that break too, where it was just like, okay, he got this vibe and then it had that ignorant shit. With him and Beanie, and like that, that just
1: like gave you like, well I'm still give And then the shit that Pharrell did, I'm living it, yep. I'm getting it, get 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 it, boy. Yo man, I wanna listen to that
0: album again. My favorite album, man. Like I play that all the way through anytime time that's going through. It like it's never gonna just be one song. It's the minute I get on there and I play one song, I got to hear the whole album. That's a vibe, man. That's that's it for me. How about yourself?
1: I mean, you just tackled American Gangster, so I already don't have too much more to add to that because you you said a mouthful there, and I echo your sentiments. Uh, At number four for me, I would have Black Album would be my number four. At number three, I would have Reasonable Doubt for me. And then uh, number two, I would have Blueprint. And then at number one, for me personally, is the Life and Times Doc Carter part two. Volume 2. Volume 2. And the reason why it's Volume 2 is that's like another sentimental thing. DMX and Hove came out, I believe, right around the same time or even probably on the same day if I'm not mistaken in 98. And then that's when I was like an avid fan. As soon as I get it from wherever I was going, whether it was uh, The Wiz or whatever store it was in in the city, wherever you get your, your uh, stuff from, listening to it on my way home and I'm like, Bro, I, I'm a, like third, three stops away from my house on the train. I don't miss my stop. I'm so into the album because it's that dope. So that's one of the ones. And it just from top to bottom, man. Jigger what, jigger who, money, cash, hoes. Um, what's hard knock life? And then the the B sides of it is just cold as well. The joint with Kid Capri is like that. That's still one of my my low key favorite um joints. I'm a hop, skip, and a jump, a grip, and a pump spitting a couple of curse words. Like, he just was going off on that. It's like that. And that's on the B side. um, Black album for me, man, that's probably his, like, one of them albums to where you like, damn, he's leaving, but he's still rapping so goddamn well. At the time, he was like, this can't be true. He's lying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This can't be true. You know what I mean? Like, step inside the bull, Superman's alive. Like... And then December 4th. December 4th. Nay, hey, that's why we
0: talking about it, right? Had his mom on the album. Blueprint, man.
1: you know, like, I, I said it's number two for me, but it, it's really one and one A with volume two and Blueprint because Blueprint is really where, as a young man, I'm understanding now at this point what he's really talking about. And, you know, of course, you know the, the diss track that was heard around the world as far as the top diss tracks ever. and um, I don't even want to get into who won the battle.
0: <laughs> we know who won, but Nas with that ether, man.
1: I'm just saying, like that was a before Ether came back out, or people were saying it's over for Nas. They was putting him in his grave, you know, cause Nas was cold for a while. But man, Hove has a really long career, man. And then it's just like he still continues to amaze us. He still dropping shit like 4044, which is not in my top five because it's super recent. But I've sat with these albums and listened to them time and time and time again. You also had watched the throne on there, which is another thing. I mean, I know this is taboo to say, but this is not a classic album, but it was a classic moment. Even though this this dude is a pet, you know, crazy pedophile. Best of, Best of both worlds. I I was playing the intro the other day. Best. Of... So you still Ooh. play R. Kelly too, huh? That one, that one, i make an exception. (laughs) I'll make an exception for that one. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, but yeah, it
0: was like, I mean, that was like back when we didn't really understand everything that was going on or know what everything was going on.
1: Or cared to know.
0: Yeah, and and yeah, and I'm going to say for that moment and what he was able to create with him, man, and but they immediately had like, that's when the stuff started coming out. That's when the tapes came out, like when they also be on their press tours and all this stuff and actually start touring on it. And that didn't happen no more, man. But. Man.
1: Yeah, that was a really good hour, man. That a lot, a of, lot of sleepers, man. But like we said, man, uh Hove has inspired a lot of people. no matter where you're from, you you all acknowledge him as one of the greats, and that's all you really can ask for when you start out and doing this music thing, man. So but you got any any final words for the goat, the goat. Not the goat. Not <laughs> the goat. A goat. One of the goats, though. Yeah, yeah. GOAT of his
0: time. Yeah, all right. I give him that.
1: For sure, for sure. But again, happy birthday, Ho! If you if you're watching, we sure you're not, but we still wanted to take the time to give you a segment. But um, what's next, man? Talking about hey,
0: the next is the uh, the verses. You know what I mean? Uh, so how do you follow up, Gucci Man Gucci Mane, and Jeezy verses? Of course, you get Ti versus who? Come on, man, let this go, man. Let it go. Let oh, it they go. still ain't getting Ti after. They still ain't getting TI out there. Okay. Who the, who they got? Who they got? You
1: got Ashanti versus Keisha Cole, man. Oh, okay. And T.I.
0: You gotta sit another one out.
1: I can't, I can't <laughs> wait. And finally, this verse is December 12th on a Saturday. Thank you for for helping out the people around the world. So I can just watch it in its entirety, wake up early in the morning and watch it. Swizz and Tim. Damn it. But this this is gonna be one of them ones, man. Uh they just coming off Brandy and Monica, a couple of uh, you know weeks ago so that was a really good battle for the ladies and just a music lover in general but this one is for our generation yeah 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 for our generation so you know with that said man who do, who do you have winning straight out the gate depends on
0: what type of verses this is if they're going to actually be there like cuz you know like as we seen on the Gucci and Jeezy if you had on the performance side the person who never sat down Gucci was, was there. Like he performed every line where Jeezy having you singing at your house and all this stuff, you know. But he had the hits. So if you're going for hits-wise, I feel like Ashanti, she's been attached to so much classic stuff of that era with Murder Inc. coming up, and then just all the other features. Like she everybody had a, a track with Ashanti, it seemed like. Uh, so uh, it's so many different ways she can go in that. But if that person goes up there and performs her songs
1: and just kills like, cause singing pure, pure, pure voice. <laughs> pure voice. Keisha got you. You mean the actual singing part? Yeah. But again, this isn't about, this isn't about uh, singing. What are, you for? What, are you for? what are you going there for? What I'm going there for? You know what we and go there go for. That- I go there for the album cuts. I'm there for the deep album cuts that that resonated through All of the, this is the hits, but this is the ones. you We know the album cuts stay with you in your soul, in your heart. And I'm just saying, as just a music lover and knowing women that listen to them, my cousins, my aunties, my wife, like all of them that listen to these two women, they both got joints that. Immediately when these songs play, it take them back to that heartbreak. It take them back to that loss of a man. It take them to that time they cheated on that man with the Keisha Cole song. Oh,
0: okay. Oh, yeah. I like how you flipped it around. I was like, man, you're gonna talk us down into the no, dirt. No, no, ain't
1: no, you? no. I, ain't, I, I'm, you know, you know. And that was a lot of women's anthem at the time. I should have cheated, you know, being a good woman and all that. But then he was a sucker, you know what I mean? But again like this is gonna be a really good one and i'm gonna enjoy it this is finally another versus i can watch with my wife you know what i mean and we yeah. can enjoy it and we both know the song so i personally i don't know how this is gonna go because i got ashanti songs that she was on a lot of my favorite rappers at the time hooks but i don't know how the hook thing is gonna match How's up How's
0: the hook gonna match up to somebody like I said, Keisha get up there and she kills one of those songs, like we know she can. Man, that may that may sway me for like two or three songs. I'm like, Shonda, get your ass up there and sing now.
1: And people fronting on on Keisha Cole like she ain't got hits too. Like she got the joint "Let It Go" with Missy. Um, you know, you got she got the joint recently with Kehlani. She got a lot of joint joints with Monica. She got joints with uh, Tupac. That one that that went over really well. I mean. And then she got her own stuff. Like, her own cuts, man. Last night with Diddy. Yep. Man, like, she got a lot of cuts that really are good. And I'm thinking that Ashanti's hits may hold her over on some of them cuts. But when you really kind of just get into it, 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 it may, may be a Keisha Cole for me. Slight edge. Well, this going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. Slight edge. But I didn't want to... I wanted to kind of get a little bit into Ashanti real quick. But, I mean, she got... The Ja Rules. She guys the joint with uh Fabulous. She got the foolish of course. Like, I mean, I, I big pun. Like, it's it's a lot of joints on here. Rock with you. She was on the radio a lot during yeah, that time, bro. Radio a lot. Murder Inc. Murder Inc. definitely cultivated cultivated her. So Do you
0: think one of them do it right like Jeezy and have an album drop like right afterwards? Too? I
1: believe Keisha Cole has something coming. Yeah, so, yeah.
0: It's just funny how those two work out, too, it's, huh? It's great. Nah, no, I know what I'm saying. Like, but Jeezy and Keisha Cole, <laughs> and then now they both going to be dropping out. They, hey, they business-minded,
1: though. Like, that's what I'm saying. Keisha Cole, that's another song she could play, Dreaming, mm-hmm. with Jeezy, because that was, like, one of them ones for, like, the dudes. So if she want to, like, really balance it out and, and, and get back to the rap joint, sort of, Shanti plays one with Ja Rule, like, always on time. Maybe I don't know. Always on time is just going to be an automatic win for me. Um, but it's a lot of ways this could go, but I can't wait for this battle, press man.
0: Well, uh, do we have anything else on the life
1: topic? Uh, no, nah, that's it. That's it, man. Uh, again, December 12th. Hopefully, Tim and uh, Swizz are on time for this battle. We ain't got to wait around a whole hour or two before they even start. Uh, but I do got something else that's not on the, on the topic there's been a lot of versus things being put out there. Right. Mm-hmm. Nori on his podcast, was talking about DPG and dads keep calling CNN out. You know what I mean? So they're trying to get with swizz to set something up. That's going to be super like gutter underground, <laughs> but I, I would love to see that
0: dog pound gang and, yeah, uh, yeah. uh, Corey and Noriega.
1: Yeah. Capone so, and Noriega. Uh,
0: Capone, come on Noriega. My fault. Uh,
1: Then you got, uh, what's the other one? Um, I'm trying to think back to when, oh, I was watching Joe's pod, and they were talking about, um, who was it? Who was it? Jim Jones. So they was trying to get a dip set versus the locks or a dip set versus G unit. Like, they was just throwing it out there. Cash, you mentioned a lot of names.
0: Where's T.I.? Where's T.I., man? The man had his time, and he was up here trying trying to get a versus. They just shut him out completely?
1: Yeah, all come get this.
0: He's another two years out now? This this T.I. slander is... I'm not slander. I'm just telling the people the truth, man. Like, what happened to the, is everybody just like,
1: nah, it's just... Quick backstory. To, if you're listening, you're not understanding why this T.I. slander has come up not once but twice here it is because Prez still feels a way about T.I. pulling out of the GZ battle. I don't think... T.I. pulled out of the battle. I think this was an opportunity to happen between Gucci. Well, I don't. You know what? I don't even want to speak logically to Prez. I don't even want to speak logically to Prez because there's no logic <laughs> spe- speaking to it. Well, Why do you have an issue? Because we was about to review a classic album from T.I. on our classic albums review. Do you want to tell them the behind the scenes? You really want to tell them the behind the scenes? Why we didn't? Why we didn't? Why we
0: didn't? Because we, we started listening. We were just like... Maybe we remember this a little bit uh, different than we actually thought. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe it's not a complete classic. So I when know. he goes out, when he comes out here and says three classics, and we thought for sure one of them was a classic, and we started going through it, it was just like, it's, it's okay, it's a good album. I forgot all about that. It probably ain't a classic. So it, it, so <laughs> as much as he want to back him up, like, he recognized that some of the flaws of that too. And I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Like, like don't get it wrong. T.I. got some great hits and stuff that I listened to growing up and everything and, like, coming up in this that I love. He got some hits that I love, you know? But uh, when you go back to, like, these albums, he he kind of fooled me into thinking, he had three classic albums, and I'm just like, nah, man, you got one classic album, and you got two good albums. There is a difference. Uh, and, and there's nothing bad about having like good music. Like That's what you want. But when you say classic in my eyes, classic is just like every song is going to hit. And that's not how the artist feel. It got to touch the, the the listener as well. Dude, I'm telling you. And it, and it wasn't just me. It was He didn't feel the same that he used to, uh, that, that he thought he had felt before on uh, all those songs. So,
1: yeah. Yeah, I, I feel you. I feel you. But all in all, man, I don't know if we're going to get a T.I. versus at all. I'm not really checking for one. I'm not clamoring for one. There's a whole lot of other ones.
0: Now we get into the truth, people. I'm glad this came out right here. So now we can get the truth out here. He's trying to make me seem just like I'm the outcast. I'm the one doing all this. But truthfully, that, hold the tr- that is the truth right there. People, they, they know of T.I., they hold him in high regard. But when you start going to put up the music on here and you start putting it in with these oh, other little oh, mixes, he, he stands he stands up, but it's like, it's other people that you would like to see above that. And that's where it's going to come into the views and everything else. And I guarantee that's what happened. is either he backed out, which I hope he didn't do, and that's not really, like, I'm just going off on that. But it was, they they came down to it, and it was just like, this would be a better presentation than this right here. So,
1: so, so here's, but here's business the business thing, here's what, here's, hold on, hold on. but T.I. was trying, like, here's the thing that you failed to mention. Is T.I. was trying to set this up or them to reconcile long before this versus thing even came to be. Like he had Jeezy on his podcast and was saying, hey, you think it's any time anything that you and nobody could kind of clear up or whatever? And Jeezy tap dance around and kind of saying, I don't know. I don't know. Because at the time he really didn't know whether they can they could yeah. do it. And Gucci Kind of skated around it before on Breakfast Club uh, a few years ago. Before he said whatever he said about Lee, <laughs> but he kind of skated a- it. No, no, no. But but prior to that, when it, they uh um Charlamagne were asking questions about you know reconciling things. So in my opinion, man, I think when the opportunity presented itself that was a bigger moment versus Jeezy and T.I., and that's why he ultimately stepped to the side. Not that he ain't want smoke, because he got he got okay, songs. Okay, but
0: either way you get it, like, you're constantly, you're, you're, you're stepping around it, though. You're saying that that was a bigger moment. So something overshadows T.I., and y'all can't just sit here and admit that the moment overshadowed him. and that's what it is, but I don't care. It overshadowed them. It's stuff that's bigger than T.I., and that's what y'all, like, I'm trying to get y'all to admit. Like, but y'all don't want to, and I don't know why. I'm like, y'all sat there and enjoyed the same thing I enjoyed, and it was because that's what you wanted over the TI. Why? why is it so hard to admit that?
1: Yeah, because of the history between the two pets.
0: And then now that that moment the past, he came was like, tell me another opponent you want to see versus TI. I don't want.
1: I, I, I don't want to see. And I don't want to see him right now. It's not that I don't want to see him. It's just I just gave you. I just gave you two other ones. I gave you DPG versus C, uh, Capone and Noriega. I gave you. Uh, dipset versus the locks and all those different type of things. I would want to see those beforehand because I'm more into those two groups, the, all four of those different groups than I am... No, uh, I stand firm. I'm probably not into DPG as much, even though, like, they had, some, they had a lot of joints. Don't get me wrong. They got a lot of hits, but I, I prefer TI over DPG, but everybody else in the CNNs and stuff like that, that's what I grew up on, so that's what I want to see. It, there's nothing... There's nothing, yeah. nothing negative about
0: it. There's nothing negative about it. But he, he, you're, you're not what the people want to hear or want to see right now. I
1: think because he was forcing his way into the...
0: He, well, did I'll tell, you yeah. what, I'll tell you what killed it for me was like you was trying to force it on 50 Cent. And it was just like everybody knows like 50 he has, like all the hits in there. He has one classic album. You was gonna kill fifty if you went all the way around. Everybody knows that. But when it was time for a real fight, you couldn't find an opponent. You couldn't find nobody who was who was properly like challenging you. You seen flaws, or you seen a way for you to get in and get crowned again for something, and go find a real opponent. Way. Yeah, self proclaimed clown. Oh, uh, I said crown. Uh self-roclaim crown and stuff like this. And that's what you constantly trying to get. Give us a real match, man. If you wanted the top, like go find somebody who would really stack up to your your catalog. And that ain't a 50. That ain't a Jeezy.
1: It ain't. No, nah, they 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 have Jeezy has it to go against him, but I still don't think Jeezy would have won that. But yeah, man, that, that's that's an excellent debate. That we'll probably continue to have for weeks and weeks on it until he actually battles, until he actually battles. But with that said, man, let's let's transition to some some one album that we're gonna discuss, and then a few of the Lucys.
0: Can I say the 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 the, the match I think that would have been good for him would have been like Luda versus Ti, or Ti versus a uh, uh, Wayne. But I mean, Luda already went against Nelly because it was a little bit before, a little bit before Ti. But I mean, I feel like they could still match up on hit versus hit, and it was like they they wasn't too far out of each other' error.
1: You know what I mean? The same, same time, same time, yeah, same round, same time, yeah. Early two thousand, they was in the same vein. Just Luda stopped and got the Fast and Furious money. Yeah, and you know,
0: so I feel like that would have been a better one. That one I could do. I could have got behind that. If you ever get Wayne to do it, maybe Wayne is like you call yourself the king of the south. Go at the one who was everybody else really thought was the the champion down south at that time. That's Wayne. So, hey, that'll be a good matchup for you. Or are you and Wayne too good of a friends? Because we had the enemies up there. They wanted to do it. So, friends can't get up there and have a friendly match. Friends play against each other all the time in sports. Ain't no that's thing. What I see. And that's my problem with, like, T.I. Quit going for the easy one that you know you're gonna probably like smoke or, or get through all of it and give yourself a real challenge
1: understood hey you said it but yeah with that said, so let's like transition a little bit we gonna get right into this album that we've been uh looking at or we talked about earlier
0: cash can't ease directly into it yet though cuz man we done been going for about 30 40 minutes man and we ain't said shout out all patreon supporters
1: Oh, yeah. Let's go ahead and get it. Let's get to it, yeah, man. Let's get man. to
0: it. So, hey, hey, as y'all can tell, we got new mics. Uh, we we stepping up our game as far as viewing and everything. And that's all thankful to our Patreon supporters, man. So, they, we got several people who's been down with us since the beginning. Before we even had it really started off, that starts off with the foundation, man.
1: Yeah, and uh, if you don't know what Patreon is, it's basically a proud-to-pay campaign. What people do is we set up a little criteria for signing up. We'll get you some stuff early. We'll let you produce a podcast. We'll let you give us a topic or a segment for the podcast. You'll get early episodes, or you just get pretty much get some say so and what we do. And then you also get to kind of ride this wave with us. We give you updates on what we're doing, um, merch all those different type of things. It'll come straight from us right to Patreon before it comes to anybody else. So those are some of the things that we're trying to do and take it to the next level. And we've had a lot of people support us week in and week out month after month. And, and they actually pay the bills for a lot of the, the reoccurring bills uh, a good portion of it now. So, you know, that's, that's great. And I never thought in a million years, people will pay to see me do this YouTube and, 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 uh, apple music thing man but let's get into the people real quick yeah let's go ahead and give them a shout out man uh, so uh first up i got our latest member oh he's been around for at least two months now he's like two he months now, two now. now. And he's
0: constantly supporting and i think like he created his own tier we got a three dollar five dollar and ten dollar tier that you can actually like donate to and they have their different perks as he says on that but some kind of way this one he, he skirted it and he's been holding us down a lot more, man. Like, we definitely appreciate it. Stephen Mixon,
1: man. Oakland's own, right? No, no. That's, that's not Oakland's No, no
0: that was uh, Tyrus. Tyrus. Tyrus was right so, there
1: you go, man. Like, so many now. I'm starting to forget where everybody's from. Hey,
0: Oakland's own right there, man. We definitely appreciate uh, your support as well. Who we got next?
1: We got my boy Tate. Tate. That's my boy, Blue.
0: Blue. Yep.
1: We also got Marty. Marty.
0: Oh, uh, man. The That's a silent partner. partner.
1: Take that, take that, take that. Bad boys moving silence. We also got our boyfriend. Oh, franchise. Exactly. Uh, next up, we got. Oh, I got to save him for last. got to save him for last. Uh, we got Quay. Uh, Quay Quay. Uh, she's. Uh, Dang, I forgot her thing. I, I did too Oh man But we're gonna Yeah Quay We're gonna, we gonna go back In the archives and
0: oh, We're gonna get it when we come back to it Quay Quay You've been holding us down Since day one dude. We got our boy Jackson uh, That's Lucius Aloysius Jackson I'm sorry
1: Miss Jackson hey,
0: hey dude Dude Like definitely appreciate Everything you've been doing For us man For and sure like, that's Mentor Everything else That he gives us man Definitely appreciate all the uh, I think he helped us out On some of the camera stuff And everything Yep yep Thank you also got our boy Bird. Bird man.
1: Bird man, fellow Philadelphia Eagles fan. We be, sh- be struggling week to week, brother. Oh, so he part of the Bird gang. Bird gang, for real, for real, man. And uh, Yeah, I, I text him day, man, and we, you know, wallowing together in our sorrow. Uh, we got our boy, Ryan. Oh, Jack Ryan. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Appreciate you, Ryan. And uh, congrats on the retirement, brother. A lot. 20-something, 20 hey. 24, 22-some-odd years of service, man. Salu- salute, salute you, man. bro. Hey, I'm coming I'm coming soon. Be joining you. <laughs> <head, man. laughs> we also got
0: our boy Mo. Oh, Mo Money. Mo, Mo Money. Mo, Mo Money.
1: Hey, Mo, hit me up. We got to still talk about that thing we talking about. He trying to take us to the next level. He got something planned for us. We, we got to chat. We got to chat. Get him on the line. We got our boy, Jared. little j little j on the track. Exactly. We got our boy, Kayser Kush. Kayser a cush man,
0: man. This dude right here, he's he's ecstatic, man. Biggest Browns fans that I've ever known. Man, I'm Only
1: Browns. Some really bad teams are doing well this year. The Browns and the Raiders, man. Congrats to y'all too, man. Congrats to y'all too. Act like you've been here before. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who we got next? We got our boy. I think we already we ain't saying, but Tyrus. Oakland zone, Oakland's on Oakland's own. I just wanted to give it his own personal shout out without a mess up So yeah, Tyrus And last but not least We got our boy, Corey Foundation Oh man, well, the foundation brought something for us here today This is Martin's Meats <laughs> Sponsored by Don't Sleep on a Couch Podcast These meats, ooh, let's try them out and well, that's fresh off his own kill, this is
0: deer jerky. Well, he 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 done out here franchising. Yeah, definitely. Created his own bags and everything sent off to us, man. We appreciate Delicious, it,
1: man. I like the flavor. Nice too. little spice to it. Hey Martin, if you ever want to, you know, send some more. By all means, I'm willing to accept it. But if you guys, if you want some of Martin's meats, hit him up at www. Martinsmeats.com. Again, it's www.martinmeats.com.
0: All right, man. And uh yeah, that was a good one, man. We actually got we remembered all of them this time. That's that's, that's what's good. No more freestyling. We missed one name, freestyler. We'll never do that again.
1: No, no, I'm ai wanna take, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want I want to take all the full credit for it, but it's it's in our notes. So I was just making it seem like I didn't know. But I knew the whole time. <laughs> but yeah, man. But uh let, let's get right back into it. Let's get right back into it, man. There was an album that dropped this week. Well, actually, it didn't drop this week. It dropped a couple weeks ago. Rock Marciano. Mm-hmm. New York City Zone, Mount Vernon. All that good stuff. Yep, yep. He has a particular sound press. Excuse me. And it's it's either to be loved or you're just not gonna rock with it. Yeah, it's yeah. it's right in between. He has a distinctive voice, mm-hmm. sounds straight like New York. If I can if I can describe his sound, it would be. Have you ever seen King of New York? Yes. Orange Fishburne, all that stuff. That his music would be the theme song to those type of movies. Like I don't know if you can picture it, but that's how I, I picture these albums. I love his independent grime. I love everything this cat stands for as far as over the years and persevering and making different moves and still being beloved. Beloved as far as for what he does. But this album... Yeah, go ahead. Bro, I just got to say, man, it's, it is one continuous tone throughout the whole album, and I'm not sure... I had to force myself to listen to it twice because out of respect for other things that I've liked that he's done in the past, it's just like, man, I don't know what's lacking. What's lacking here for me is it, the bars are there. And and it's hard, Perez. is hard because the bars are there. He's witty as ever. He got the coded language. He speak that fly talk, that slick talk that I like, but yet and still, it just don't, it wasn't connecting for me. And and I just, that that almost never happens. You know what I mean? Maybe this is just one that I'm, I'm not going to go listen to it again because it was a chore to get through this time around.
0: He he has a couple songs on there that, that's definitely a get me. Like like you saying, like he got the bars. He has the, his flow though, man, like it's it lacks infliction. Like he, he don't change his tone at all on there. So it's just like a constant laid back flow and that'd be good for a short EP. I can make it through it three, four songs and just listen and just move on. But when you're talking about for an album, man, as an album, man, it's it needs the different feels in it. It needs the different elevation and tone. And and that's what I felt like he I didn't get. It was like listening to like man, I listen to three or four songs, it was like, okay, it didn't change up. It'd be the same as just like how I feel about uh the EMP sound like the european sound that do, do, yeah EDM do, 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 yep yep yeah. yep yeah like uh so it, it it had that same same type of feels like it kind of drones drones a little bit and you got to be a little bit more energetic i'm from down south man i grew up off of mystical man so i want you to i, I need i need some
1: changes in the, yeah, a 808 in there and I'm not saying sound like everybody else. And didn't get a
0: little louder like I don't need you like laid back like the whole time. I, I guess if I was in that zone like I said but that would even be a shorter EP for me and then uh, I don't know that, what,
1: what zone could you possibly be in and being being honest Perez, what zone could you be in listening to this album like what zone could you be in and continue to listen to it after this
0: I don't know man that's 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 just being honest. Like I, I, I really I really couldn't tell you and couldn't 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 but like that's like you said, but the bars are there. Like he definitely has the, the bars. He- the
1: stick talk, the aesthetic, the features. He got schoolboy Q, he got action bronson on here. He also has the So you
0: know he got the respect and everything in there. It's just like like I said, if we're being honest about it, it's just like that.
1: It didn't it just didn't connect. It didn't connect. It didn't change up like uh, but if that's what you like, if you disagree, let us know. But, but here's the thing. Here's what I will say with if you don't like it. This this is a particular pocket for cats that I know that like this type of music. So, if you like Rock Marciano, if you like the RJ Pains of the world, if you like, what's the 38 Species and all these different type of cats, this is for you. Like, if you just like that, monotone, just bars, rarely any hooks, rarely any change in the flow. You just listening to for straight loops and samples and all that, like for the core and the essence and not that that club shit, world shit, girl shit, like you don't get all of that. Like if you're looking for those different type of vibes to take you through uh, essentially what I would say a day in the life, like all the different emotions that people can go through or at least tap into most of the emotions. If you're looking for just rap shit, this is for you. We're... It may seem like we're shitting on the album, but I don't think we're shitting on it. I think we're just saying that for what we like to listen to, and I'll just keep it by myself, and I'll let you speak to it in a second, Perez. For what I like to listen to, I like to have different sounds, different pockets, uh, different features, possibly a, a singer in there that actually can help you with a bridge or something like that. I think that's the next step for him, but again... People that have been with him since the very beginning, like I just started coming online like maybe three, four albums ago. But people that have been with him from the beginning, maybe this is just what he does and he has a cult following for it. So, I like Pusha T. I like uh, who else that hasn't changed shit up for the most part? Currency. Currency. I like those guys, and I listen to every single thing they drop, and people say, oh, this cat, all he do is rap about weed and currency, which is false. Um, All Pusha T talk about is drugs all the time, which is true. Um, (coughs) You know, yes, yes, but I like them personally, so it's nothing that anybody's going to be able to tell me to say that you don't listen to it. So I would say go into it with that. You know what I mean? And and maybe you feel the same way, or maybe you don't, but Perez, you got any final words on this one? uh, Yeah. And I'm, I'm definitely going to lean even
0: heavier on that too. Like, I mean, this is, if, if you're one of his fans and you've been doing it, like, of course you're going to love this, right? It's more of that. He's constantly giving you more of that. But, uh, if he's trying to reach and grab other people, like this is the critique that I feel like is is needed. Like, hey, you got a baby that has some infliction with your voice and like go higher, you know, something that's gonna grab me in, in a song or two, and not just that. That same Get
1: out your comfortable zone.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're trying to attract new people. But if you're just trying to maintain your your regular listeners and you're fine and you're making your money that way, man, then, hey, like, and then your fans that if you don't want no change or whatever, you don't want to see them, like,
1: put on, like, higher, then this is this is it. He, he, he didn't touch his base. He's going to get his base. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing Action wrong. Bronson does it all the time. Nothing wrong. Nothing wrong with that. It's just saying for me to bring it in my rotation and my – like how I listen to music, like you're gonna have to touch different areas, and, that, and that's really all is balled up to be pressed. Yeah. Again, this album is for a lot of people, just not me. But it might be for you, so I highly encourage you to check it out. Then come back, post a comment, we can we can chat. You know, maybe you can build me your best of Rock Marciano playlist, and maybe
0: yeah, let's let's say that. Let's say that if you're gonna if you're gonna do that, like. Tell us, like, if we're wrong and this album just didn't didn't really like, if this album didn't really like, uh, uh put out his best work on those areas, and he has stuff uh, going into areas that we're talking about where he got the different inflation, got the features, and got all this little stuff. Get shoot us a playlist and let us check it out. We'll we'll come back. We'll readdress this uh, when when it's done. So, uh, but like we said, we respect everything that artists, man, they put everything that they they have into these things. So, uh,
1: every everybody's work is just. It's just however the view or listening, what they're going through at the time. So maybe what he going through at the time and the different vibe he on just ain't what the type of time I'm on and how I'm listening to things. But kind of speaking to how I'm listening to things, we do, this is the end of the year. We do an annual wrap up and maybe that played a part into it. Maybe that played a part into it because I'm listening to my favorite albums of the year and I'm still out of respect for what Rock Marciano does. I want to listen to this album and give it a platform and and talk about it because I think artists like Rock Marciano need to be talked about. And we got a podcast, so we're going to do it for artists that don't necessarily get that shine. But I was listening to my favorite albums of the year as we prepared for the Don't Sleep on a Couch podcast and Iggy's loud mouth podcast, co collab hip hop annual awards that'll be coming out next Tuesday, and we're gonna drop it in a three part series so I was going through a lot of different things, album of the year i mean we can we gonna get into the categories briefly, but I think that was kinda why
0: yeah, I mean, just the time frame, and this is like the end of the year, everything's wrapping up, like so when we're doing this, we gotta do it, so I tell you what, out of respect for it. Uh, I'm going to put it on the docket and we're going to go review this uh, mid-January again. I would li- take another listen at it and give it a second second run through and we'll readdress it then too as well. So. Sure, for sure. But,
1: you know, kind of with that said, man, again, Hip Hop Annual Awards next Tuesday is dropping and we're going to drop it in a three-part series. You want to get into the topics, Press?
0: Yeah, man. So, uh, we, we went back and <laughs> so, of course, we're going to have the top 10 rap albums. And that's going to be from each one of our respective. It'll be from Iggy's. Uh, it will be from Cash and it will be from mine. We we'll each have our own top 10. We're going to sit there and discuss those. Uh, we got top, top five
1: EPs. Yeah. Okay. I'll go through them since I have them up here. So we're going to go through, uh, of course, our top two things are the rap album and the R&B album of the year. Those are going to be the top 10 out of those respective categories. We also have the best EP, rap, and the best EP, R&B. Those are going to be the top three of us, all, all three of us. So if you can add, you know, times it, times three for everything, and you're going to get a plethora of music to go back and listen to. It's going to be some,
0: you're going to have some content. Especially
1: yeah. if you're not, a, especially if you're an old music head, but just ain't got the time to listen to it no more. You got kids, you got a lot of things, life going on. You're studying, you're working on your masters. You know what? Not to say we ain't doing none of that, but we just have a love for music that's just unparalleled, and we we checking every Friday or every time stuff.
0: And apparently, like our listeners do as well, because hey, we check all the numbers. Everybody that went to this one, the the twenty nineteen review, they definitely listened at the 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 mid year review, and then I think our quarterly ones. Like that's the ones that they go back and listen on the audio portion and on our on on the YouTube. Like what what they follow, so.
1: So kind of moving on to our, our our topics. We also, not topics, but our categories rather. We have overrated album of the year. Ooh. So yeah, we, we got a lot of spicy talk for that as well. Things that you guys just gave way too much praise for that really wasn't all that hot. All right. We also got verse of the year and we're doing a top five in that. But let me double back to overrated album of the year. We just talking about one album. We're not going to waste time on that one album. Verse of the year is going to be the top five People that we we pulling from all random different things. So if you think you're gonna come here and get some this top guys the verse of the year, you are sadly mistaken. We we digging deep into these verses, and it, it's not just some 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 shit from a popular guy.
0: Yeah, it it it, it may not even must be in our top on our list. Album yep. list. Like it can still be from anywhere. The top verse is like, hey, it
1: was the best verse you heard all year. That can come from anywhere. Then we got 2021 Rising Star, so we got one person per person on the panel, which will be three of us that's just gonna say who got next. And the criteria for that we'll explain later as you watch that that, that segment, that episode. We also got Worst Verse of the Year. That's only gonna be down to one person, but I think we already know for all three of us who that is. <laughs> we might have the same one. I don't know. Yeah, we I don't could. know. I don't know. And then last but not least. We got veteran of the year and we got our top five veteran OG rappers that just keep on dropping consistent heat and aging with the music like fine wine. So we're going to do that. And that's a special bonus. We're going to drop a playlist, myself, Prez and Iggy, of 50 top tracks that we feel of the year that resonated with us in some way, shape or form. Those top 50 songs, again, may not have nothing to do with anything that we listed on these categories. But it's just gonna be our top 50 jams for whatever reason or another that we got on there. So we're gonna give you a lot of stuff to party to, however, you're gonna party in these COVID times, or just how you, you know, shopping and doing your thing. You, you, you're gonna have something to listen to come next week for sure. Yeah,
0: so hey. If you if you've been paying attention to us, whatever, that means he's probably gonna give you a bunch of like club and lovey dovey songs, and then I got gonna give you, I'm, gonna, give you a, I'm gonna take you
1: everywhere. Like I said in the Rock Marciano, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take you. You gonna tear the club up, then you are gonna want love on something. Then I'm gonna take you to some shit to where you want to be. You know that that Playboy. I'm gonna take you all over the map, man. I, I got it. I'm then I'm gonna take it, take it to the that the, the, the lyrical spirit, spiritual miracle stuff. I. I I tap into everything, man.
0: Hey, hey, hey. hey I'm, I'm saying that's your zone. That's your zone.
1: <laughs> that's the zone.
0: You
1: may know, we, we, we just take off a week or two, you know, at the end and give our families back some time and and come back fresh for the first of the year. You know what I'm saying? So we haven't decided yet, but we will let you guys know, even if we have to drop a, a notice, a quick notice, or do a quick mini pod to let y'all know whatever we got going on as far as the podcast, whether it's going to be on hold until we drop. I think we deserve a little break as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what I'm leaning
0: That's nice. Boss giving me the <laughs> boss over here giving us vacation time, man. Look at that. Look at that. Yo,
1: speaking of vacation time, few people have ended their vacation and they're on the move. Uh, talking about people on the move. Uh, if y'all haven't
0: heard in sports NBA, John Waldman got traded to Houston for Russell Westbrook along with a first-round draft pick
1: going to uh, going to Houston. So so you've probably been watching this stuff uh, on ESPN, if you're the sports head that's listening to this segment. You've heard a lot of different things about who won, who did this, who that, but you ain't heard DSC version. No. Nah. No, no, no. Do you think that either one of these moves, Prez, really moves the needle for either, any one of these teams?
0: No. No. Uh, <laughs> I will say though, it it benefits, I think, Washington more because the East, although competition is starting to build, there is still room for them to slide in like that eighth or seventh seed and make a playoff as long as they can stay healthy. They have shooters now, and they have somebody who can control the ball, addition to the shooter. So uh With Houston, I still think they're in the same boat they've been in. Regardless, is somebody there with uh, with Harden? But now it's a new coach. What are they gonna change yeah. up? If they ain't change up, Harden, and, you know, and you know, the competition you- is so so hard out
1: west. Like it's the West got better, the champs got better, Portland got better, Denver kind of fell off a little, like a tinge, but. Then the Phoenix Suns got a little bit better. You don't know what's, and we don't
0: know what we're gonna get from John Wall. We really don't know what we're gonna get from John Wall. So if it's
1: twenty seventeen, John Wall, hey man, this that may be a good move. Yeah, but you know the thing I run into, and now, of course I think James Harden is gonna be gone before the season starts. Oh, you think so? I think so, man. I, I don't. He ha- he just missed training camp, as far as uh you know the day one of the practice and and all that with the pressure. So I think. They're trying to find a way to package him up and get him up out of there, preferably to his destination, man, in Brooklyn. I think so.
0: I you, you, you know the NBA ain't testing certain drugs no more. He may have just
1: forgot. <laughs> he may be cool. He may be cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, man, I, I just, you know, with Wall being a true point guard, like, Wall has grown over the years as far as a scorer, but at the end of the day, he's, like, really a true point guard and to take the ball out of his hands as much as Harden plays and I'm not sure he really truly believes in everything that they got going on in Houston. So for me, man, I think this is a wash. I think Houston definitely takes a step back as far as the competition out there out West. Like you got to bring your a game day in and day out. And now that you kind of, you sparked something in my brain with the East. Cause you was like, they may slide into a six or seven seed, which really is telling me that the East ain't far off from where the West is right now, as far as talent or somebody that can actually win the championship. Like if the Lakers, for some reason, if the Lakers don't get to the finals, there's a few teams out east that it whatever team replaces the Lakers should something like it had to be like an injury or a, a catastrophic injury for in my opinion, but should the Lakers not make the finals, like there's a few teams in the east that could beat a lot of these teams in the West, you know what I mean, so everybody got flaws out there, so oh man, forgot about it. Houston DeMarcus Cousins, cousin boogie yeah boogie boogies there so. Yeah, he's had a rough two years, two, three years, too, man. So, But, I mean, that's that got
0: the potential to add
1: a little bit more to it, a little bit more. Right, app. and they did college teammates, him and Wall. So, you know, they both coming back with something to prove. So that may be something that you really can look out for. And they both really actually had, like, a whole full year at least or two, you know, to recover. So let's let's see. I'm, I'm praying for both of them cats because I really enjoy watching John Wall speed up and down the goddamn court. And I love how Boogie still was playing that back to the basket bruiser mentality yeah. in today's game. Disrespect. Yeah, he was he was eating cats alive in his heyday. So, I just hope they can get back to something like that, something like that, to make the Houston Rockets look somewhat formidable. And that's on a small chance that James Harden stays, but.
0: But we'll see how everything shakes out. I know training camp's supposed to be starting up, so we'll see who actually going to show up, what other trades going to actually happen, or what player's going to be demanding a trade and,
1: like, try to hold out and do whatever. And I said we was going to take a few weeks off. You know when we could possibly come back? The Christmas week, when the damn games come back on. You know, we could talk about... I don't
0: think you was talking unrealistic,
1: (laughs) because we still got to do... And no matter what football season's still uh, going yeah. on,
0: it's not going to be. So we still got to do the week, the, the previews. We still got to do... Yeah,
1: but we could do short ones. We could just do previews, throw that out there. Nah, he took it back. We ain't even was off no more. But it's going to be <laughs> short, shorter versions of the pod, 20, 30 minutes maybe at, at the most. But uh, moving on to that, man, did you see uh, Paul George's snippet from uh, the All the Smoke?
0: Yeah, man, I seen You feel
1: like man. people is, is justified with getting on him for low key going after doc rivers for the reason why they didn't switch things up in three straight games.
0: So, this is I you got to realize where uh all the smoke and all the their hosts and stuff going to be. They're at on a journalistic side and they're going to look for any type of content that's going to help move the needle. And I just felt like PG is continue to add to it when he go talk to these people uh and helping them move the needle and and make a narrative that I don't think should be there, but he's, he's making that's there. Like y'all, y'all had a team that didn't jail Right. Nobody blamed y'all was 2020 that was going up in there and like the bubble and all this other stuff is even when LeBron went down to Miami, it took a minute before they actually started clicking and then made a move. So on paper, y'all looked good, but everybody know it takes like a year to, to jail. So Doc Rivers was the reason y'all was going there, and he the one who got y'all there, so he's a good coach. Great coach. Uh, so maybe he didn't help you out, like, you, way you feel, like, whatever, but he don't won. Like, these people are, like, he come from a winning background and stuff like this, so what he can do for you...
1: <laughs> if you that buy, buy- it, you got to buy in, and that, that's where it was.
0: It sounds- like, you didn't buy in or trust in it, but you want that same person to buy in and trust you. But you're not willing to do the same. And that, that right there is just setting up for a bad relationship. But it's it's going to be one of those things where I felt like you always got the person that says, oh, man, they're picking on me. They're doing this. They're doing that. They're doing this. And it's just like, well, what are you doing in the process? Are you giving your all? And that's the reason. Is, is there some truth behind what these words are saying, like, and you just feel a certain type
1: of way. But Press to, to your point. Yeah. P- to your point, though, like, there's a lot. There's one dude in particular on your team out West. LeBron James has been going through this type of scrutiny for years. The Dallas series, um, the San Antonio losses, like the poor showings at certain point in aspects of the playoffs. Like this type of shit happens. Look, grab a pair, brother. Get over it. Let your play outshine it. You don't have to come on. Like, Brian never has, I mean, Brian has done some questionable things as far as when they first, outside of the big three thing, talking about how many championships they gonna win, he ain't never pulled no, dumb, like, dumb stuff like this was speaking on the camera to anybody about why they lost or why, why what happened. Like, you can keep, there's no way you can spin that and win. There's yeah. no way you can spin that because you have a, quite a few poor playoff showings. You know what I mean? Outside of him being on Indiana, when he got that shit whacked in his face when he was playing on the Thunder, yep. you know what I mean, by uh, Dame Lillard, and then last year's performance shooting off the... Be- well, not last year, this year's performance, two months ago, three months ago's performance, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, just evapor- you know, evaporating like that, and Kawhi. You know, Kawhi played terrible in those fourth quarters, particularly in the second half of Game Six and Game Seven, so he just shuts the fuck up. That's why he don't get the lion share the of brunt of and it, then, you know. Like,
0: yeah, I know. Like one portion of that where he was talking about, like, yeah, he he trains in the off season. And he didn't have his off season, and then like uh, they were just leaving and going back to the room instead of coming up with game plans to to, to fix it and stuff like this. A lot of that could start with your players too. Like if you seeing this stuff, why ain't y'all talking about it? So at this point. It was a le- you're you're a-, a leader too, man. You're a leader like LeBron. Them, like anybody who's on that team, that's the big dollar person. Is the leader. Like you got to be vocal in these things. Like you don't watch the last dance. Hold on, hold on. We we don't watch the last dance and how all that went down, right? Like we 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 experienced that in 2020. He experienced it with us too. He watched the same streaming services that we got. Jordan was the clear cut, and he would go and talk to them, and he would be vocal when needed be. So for you to not do that in those situations and want to be vocal after the fact, it kind of, it don't swing the narrative in your favor, in my opinion. Like, I, I look at you totally different. You're the type of person that'll run and hide and just over here spreading rumors versus actually going in and putting in the work and willing to talk up when when, there's, when the other people are in the room.
1: But what I but I, what I was trying to say was that Like, that's not the case, though, and I think we need to look at things a little bit differently. Like, just because you're the best player on the team, that don't always make you the guy that's the leader. Like, you you know being on certain teams, Paul George really is not a leader. Sometimes you can be the most talented guy on the team, and you and I both know that from being on teams. There's certain guys that's vocal. They may not be the most talented, but they're vocal. And as a result, they are the de facto leader. Look at the guy, what's Haslam, that you got on the Miami Heat. He's a veteran, albeit he's not the best player on the team, but you can't tell me he is not the leader. In sports, you often want your best player to be your leader because he's doing the most, has the ball in his hands, so has the most responsibility, quarterback, or the best player on the NBA team, or you know best hitter in MLB, whatever you're talking about. You typically, want it to be that guy, but sometimes... It's the behind the scenes guy, and I think that we're looking too much to, to those two guys in particular who have never, ever on their teams truly been the leader. If you if you just dial it back a little bit and look at the course of their career, when have they ever had to truly be leaders? No, they just had to be to do their job and play really well. And Kawhi, in particular, he had uh, Kyle Lowry, he had Marcus, Gasol, he had all of them guys Tom in team. Toronto.
0: Put some respect on that when you say it. Kyle Lowry
1: top 10 go But yeah top 10 point go whatever but but yeah he had he had the Kyle Lowry's he had other guys that have that leadership mentality so all he had to go do was ball Kawhi on San Antonio Tim Duncan Mano Ginobili Tony Parker he was probably the fourth guy in line but probably the most talented at the time that he got there as he you know rose through the ranks you know what I mean? As far as what he can do. So that's why they started building a team around him. But until he became a leader, then things kind of switched up, right? When certain things were expected of him. Yeah. And he wanted certain Played special a treatments. Yeah, went through, you know, special treatment and all that stuff. And, and, and people. I get it. They've been talking about the special treatment and them having their own security. So what? They the superstars. They the, that happens all the time. Coach, uh, the superstar walking late. He may not have to run them suicides. But I do if I walk in if I'm not as good as him. Like, it just happens that way. Can that cause a little bit of team dissension? Yeah. Especially if we personally don't feel like Paul George. Like, you ain't that nice, brother. Like, what you... Uh, What have you done? You know what I'm saying? And it's bad
0: enough. It's like, man, it's not a good week for basketball players right now as well. Like, I mean, we just seen somebody who said they was representing all y'all just get laid out by a YouTuber, man. So it's like <laughs> y'all looking real.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. But I mean, like I said, man, to kind of end this one off, Paul George just needs to relax. Go hoop. That's that's the best, the perfect medicine to this type of media storm or this type of scrutiny is to go hoop. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. Go shut roll up a order. fat one. And, and 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 take care of your body, smoke some weed, because you ain't gonna be tested, you know, this year. And calm just calm down just, and just go out there and work. Just go out there and work, man. Go out there and work. But speaking of the NBA, just basically saying, look, man, we got COVID 19 going on. We ain't finna be checking y'all for what, no marijuana.
0: Like so it's it's surprising. I, what you're getting at is like NBA just said they're not gonna be tested for marijuana and stuff no more. But I thought they already did this. I thought when they went in the bubble, they told them yeah. that they wasn't gonna be doing this. Well, they, so now they're just carrying it over. Yeah, because once you let, once you do something, like ain't no going back on it. I mean, I'm gonna divert, but yes, uh, <laughs> that's just like happening in the movie theaters, like this going on right now. Like uh, HBO then dropped and said they're gonna release all these movies for free in 2021 on the streaming service, and you ain't gotta go to movie theater. Well, it's your choice. They're still going to release it in the movie theater. It's your choice. But they really think, like, after 2021, after they give us that, we're just going to go back to just going to the movie theater and just paying all. No, you done gave it to us. There ain't going to be no going back from this. Movie theaters are pretty much done. And that's how I feel like, I know that was a long way around, but I had to get that out because we that, that can't happen this week, too. And then, but once the NBA said there wasn't going to be no marijuana treatment in the bubble, like, you you can't now you acknowledging that the the players most players are doing it so you've already seen the players that are doing it so i'm pretty sure the lawsuits was gonna come and it was gonna seem like entrapment and all this other stuff if you if any of them got called up for their random test because i'm like nah bro you seen me you knew i was smoking in disney world
1: And then starting the season, like there was like up in the air on when the season was actually going to start. So the guys didn't normally have time to stop smoking weed at a certain time to be, to you know, have a a clean test and all that. Like so, you can't jam them up like that, like Mm -hmm. you typically would on a, on a typical season start. So I mean, it is what it is, man. Hopefully. It, it it goes that way, you know what I mean. In the future, so. Uh,
0: but yeah, that that pretty much sums it up, man. Like the the NBA went there; there ain't no going back. The the times and change, people. Uh, this is the newer generation. This ain't that older. Like weed ain't that bad. I mean, drinking we done seen way more people get in trouble for drinking than it is for for weed, in my opinion. So, whatever. This should have been done.
1: Yeah, bro. So with that said, man, we finally got to get to the point of uh you know owning up to some things man so i I, i'll start it off man because i just want to end it off with on a positive note you know what i mean so
0: so if y'all don't know this is going to be our nfl talk and this is our week 13 look back you know we had our uh had our respective games and we had philadelphia eagles versus the green bay packers so cash if you want as the philadelphia faithful uh go ahead and break it down for us and tell us why Carson
1: Wentz should be starting this week. Carson Wentz shouldn't be starting because he's getting paid a whole lot of money to start. I want you to go through trials and tribulations. I want you to fight through it. I want you to get through it and come out better on the other end. Like A lot of quarterbacks have had shitty seasons. Look at Baker Mayfield. I ain't saying he's tearing things up, but he had a game yesterday that he had to have just to show people like, hey, we are one of these teams that's going to be legit in the playoffs, he showed up. You need to keep doing this over time and and battle through everything, even though you have a terrible O-line, even though you have wide receivers that can't get open. Like, there's a whole lot of excuses out there, but guess what? The great quarterbacks are the ones that lift their teams over all those adversities, and they don't cause the issues. There's a lot of things that could happen if he made better decisions. You know what I mean? And we probably would be in more games and have a chance to steal quite a few of those games, even though we're not as talented as those teams. But Doug Peterson decided to go another route. And, you know, you got to. I mean, he deserved it. (laughs) I mean, he deserved it. So, what he's talking
0: about is uh, Carson Wentz got benched in the second half of that game, and they went ahead and brought Jalen Hurts. uh, So, what was the end score of the game? And then tell us your thoughts on the first half versus second half. Did you find a little bit more momentum behind uh, Jalen Hurts who stepped in? And if he does go the Jalen Hurts
1: route, do you see any positivity going forward? All right, I'm going to come back. I'm going to go to the first half, second half thing, and then I'll come back to the Jalen Hurts thing. So, 30 to 16. All right, so, uh, you know, we made, in the first half, I told you before in the preview, that if we get down more than two scores, you can cancel Christmas because it ain't happening with how our offense is rolling. But we came out with the ball, and we moved that thing right down the field. I thought we was going to score a touchdown, but in typical Eagles fashion, it did not happen, and we got a, you know, field goal. But then Green Bay, they came back and started, you know, revving up their engines and doing what they had to do. The defense, which I was kind of giving props to the last couple of weeks, the bottom fell out, bro, and then Aaron Rodgers was doing whatever he wanted. Man, that dude throws the ball. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan. I'm getting mad, but at the same time, I'm like, oh, that's a nice throw. Oh, goddamn, that's a night. Nice th- like, he's just lost in it. Like, every single time you think you had him riled up or packaged up, it's just the flick. Look at the flicker of this. Look at the flicker of this. And it's, it,
0: it makes you so mad. Like you seeing Brady and, and uh Drew Brees out here still playing at damn near 58. And uh Green Bay, for some reason want to say, hey. Aaron Rodgers is done. We're gonna draft another quarterback with the
1: first round. Like, is
0: like, are y'all did y'all see the same thing we saw?
1: Excellent, excellent point. Stay right there. So they drafted another quarterback. What did Aaron Rodgers do? Did he let that did that get him in his feelings? Did he feel a certain type of way? He had a down year last year to his standards, which was still a damn good season <laughs> by many other quarterbacks' standards. But to his standards, he had a down year. He was a little bit off target, a little bit rattled uh Devontae Adams was injured in and out of the lineup so that affected some of his play last year and yeah you know was still kind of getting on the same page with his coach which was his first year I believe so you know now they're on the same page and they're rocking and rolling but what did he do he still came had his, had his lunch pail brought it to work every day and got better and elevated that team to 13 wins on a in a down year 13 years with what people would say a, most people would say a down year so i would say carson Wentz. that's what you got to do you got to look within, brother because i don't know you know talk to your teammates man because i don't know if these guys are playing their hearts out for you man I, even the, the the guys that's coming off the street man like you got to own up to your poor play man and, and stop dancing around the subject and or you gonna be sat down and we're gonna figure it out The the if Jalen Hurts plays well, if he starts this next game and he continues to do what he needs to do, I'm not jumping on the Jalen Hurts bandwagon. I want to, because he's on my team. Like whatever quarterback is going to help us win and move in the right direction. I'm all for, I'm not, I'm not hitching my bandwagon to anybody. Carson Wentz. it. Whatever quarterback is back there. I want that quarterback to do well so we can win. Let's be clear. But moving on, Jalen Hurts got the, uh, start in the second half. He looked really good, man. He looked really good. Uh, His arm strength, you know, I'm not really going to grade him on none of that nonsense. I'm just going to say he got it done. His runs were very decisive. He took off when he needed to take off. Seemed like he knew the playbook. He had quite a few good throws for some chunk yards there. And he he did whatever he needed to do, you know what I'm saying, as far as a first-time starter. Came in, no pressure. He's played in big programs such as Oklahoma and Alabama, so you know he's able to do it, but... He still was sacked three times. Carson Wentz was sacked four times. That O-line, it, it is what it is. It is, what you, it know, is. you know you're going to have to get something yeah. in the
0: draft, and you know you got some work to do We got some off-season. work to do
1: in the offseason. You can't get around that and wide receiver's not re- really getting open. But, you know, there were some bright spots. We still fought, Prez. We still fought. We were down 23-16 to 16 well late into the fourth quarter, and we had the ball with an opportunity to tie it up. So that thirty to sixteen is a little bit misleading because we did fight back. We did have a punt return. Um, Jalen Hurts did throw for his first touchdown. He did throw an interception, but that's be just be expected, it, it that's be expected pains
0: of a, you know? of a rookie.
1: So yeah, yeah. But I'm not like jumping on the bandwagon. I'm like, yo, if he's out there, I'm rooting for him to succeed. If he's not, then whatever. I know management made that decision based on whatever criteria they had to make, but. Darius Slay, man, he's been balling. He's been hurt the last few weeks, a little bit hobbled, but still been out there. But against Devontae Adams, boy, yeah,
0: that's, he, that's, that's he had
1: his weight with him, press. like That's a tough matchup. Yeah, and then it almost seemed, I don't know, I, I meant to look his number up, not number up, but name up, number 49, he, he plays corner a little bit of safety, I believe, on our team. It almost seemed like it was like in practice, on film, wherever 49 is, throw his way they did it time and time again. It didn't matter who was on him. That cat gave up stuff. And then on top of that, Devontae was eating Slay alive. So it was just, yeah, man, Any, anytime they needed a big third down, a big chunk play, they got it, you know? So, you know, with that said, man, it's it's. I don't think we, uh, probably win, but maybe one or two games. If that the rest of the season, it's time to start packing it in and, and figuring out what we're going to do in the draft. If we're going to be in a top 10, we need to, To draft somebody that's going to help us, i.e., if they're going to decide to keep Carson, it's going to tell a lot about how the draft is going to go. They're going to go for a number one receiver. Um, One receiver? I would say
0: offensive line. Yes,
1: I'm just saying. But if they're trying to give him weapons, you got to kind of balance it out. So, but you you don't know what they're going to do. Like, it's such a mess in Philly. Like, they're calling for Howie Roseman to get uh, let go. They're calling for Doug Peterson, but you know who's not going to be let go? That quarterback that you just paid that amount of money to, like you just—he's the person that you can't let go. Howie and a coach, you can eat that that salary, but not Carson Wentz, unfortunately. And and here's what I think, man. I don't think he's he's broken beyond fixing, but I think for this year, he's done. He's mentally, done mentally. mentally checked out. So you know what they said, man. It's still fly, who fly? I'm a realist. I know what's gonna happen here, but you know, I'm, who y'all got this week? Oh, uh, we got coming up, Saints, man. Oof.
0: Well, it's Taysom here. It's not too much of it.
1: No, 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 no. It, it, is, it is too much It is too much of it. Did you see how Taysom was playing uh, last game? So he just threw his first... What did he throw two passing touchdowns this game? I, I believe. I want to
0: say what he was playing against Atlanta, but Atlanta, you know, they did another team very dirty the week before. So we ain't going to talk about that, though. We passed
1: that. Nah, man. But yeah, that, that's it for Fly Who's Fly, man. I'm Cash. Yo, just... Eagles fan, stick with us. I'm gonna keep doing these week in and week out. I know we we losing, but hey, let, let's get through these tough times together. Okay? We're gonna be back next year, better than ever, Better than ever, man. And shout out to my my uh my little brother who's been talking shit to me. But the Giants are playing well. And hey, bro, I'm I'm not rooting for you, but I'm not rooting against you, man. If somebody got a win in the family, hopefully it's you, man.
0: So if y'all watching on YouTube, hit up in the comments. Tell us uh, what you think. Who you are gonna go with? Who, which quarterback do you think they should rock with for the rest of the year? Jalen Hurts or is it uh, Carson Wentz? Tell, tell us your thoughts. But let's let's
1: switch let's switch vibes. The Vegas. You know I wasn't gonna do it. On, yeah, you I know about, you, gonna, you <laughs> know I wasn't gonna do it. We talking about the, the cardiac Los, kids. No no we're talking about the lost. We Vegas. talk about they trying to. I did it my way.
0: Raiders. Can I say something?
1: Can I say something, Raiders fan? I watch you guys' game in its entirety because, you know, luckily you guys were on early for once. And um, how many of y'all, just just at just in the comments, how many of y'all turned that game off late in the fourth quarter? Just let me know. Let me know. Or if you walked away from it and and you just thought it was over, then you came back and was surprised. Just let me know who you are. Ash, I ain't gonna let you do
0: it. This Nation over here, man. I just want to know. This, this fan base, we only about one thing. Check the slogan. Just win, baby. Win Yo, Your fan hundred. base
1: is all about winning because when y'all losing, the views go down. But when you're winning, that shit trip. Mines is still at double digits. I'm pretty sure yours is well surpassed mine by, by hundreds by man, now, it's, man. It's,
0: it's all good, man. Just win, baby. That's all we care <laughs> about. That's, that's that's all we did. So let's get into this game. It was the the Raiders versus the Jets, man, and we had that still had that sour taste in our mouth. Uh we still had that that we we're still upset about last year's loss. That that beating that we took up there in the meadowlands and uh, as i told y'all in the preview uh it was kind of false because Derek Carr actually does pretty good out there uh in the meadowlands Use are against the jets not against not in the meadowlands but it used to versus the jets he does pretty good if you go check his stats over the past couple of years and uh i think he got back at the form man they got, he got back at the form in this game It was a couple errant throws but overall if you check his stats and stuff like this i know we ain't really like stat look keepers like we're saying but he had some bad throws, but they was making yardage, and the main person who was making yardage for him, Darren Waller. Darren Waller had a hell of a game, man. You had to pay that man. We paid him last year. He he's good. He's good where he at, man. Don't <laughs> give him too much money, man. You can't can't give people too Get much money. Get back on
1: the drugs,
0: man. Talking, you ain't gonna talk. The man. Okay, okay. okay. Sorry, man. sorry,
1: sorry. No disrespect. But disrespect.
0: So 13 catches, 200 yards, man, two TDs. Like I said, he was out there putting in work, kind of saving Derek Carr on a lot of stuff, extending the plays and everything. Uh, no, the other person, there was one player, though, that wasn't helping out <laughs> Derek Carr in that game, and that was Henry Ruggs, man, throughout this game, man. There
1: another, there's another guy on your team, or not guys, maybe group of guys that wasn't helping you guys out. The running back. talk about that defense. Oh, oh let's, 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 let's talk about that whole group of guys that let you guys down. Because why? What, what was the final score? Were, were the Jets almost in the 30s? <sighs> yes, they was. It was 28 points. What is happening? What is
0: happening? So, for one thing, the Jets, man, they are a professional football team. This team does not want to lose, despite what people want to think. They're not trying to tank. They're going to come out there with a little bit of fight in them. And when you talk about this defense, I felt like this defense did some things uh, right that they usually don't do. They got to the quarterback. And they not only got to the quarterback, Clee Farrell, the person everybody want to talk about and compare to all this stuff, saying, like, oh, he ain't really doing anything. He's a big difference maker. He got two script sacks on there, and that that helped us out. But I'd be damned if they could stop the run. <laughs> We had, I don't know, Frank Gore went out, like, on the first play of the game, took out one of our cornerbacks, Arnett with him and they just decided to just keep running to that side. And uh, Clee Arrow is usually good on the run. I don't know if the COVID, he ain't really got his weight back up or whatever, but he seemed to, like, be stopping much on the run, and the, and the linebackers as well. They was letting people get well past them because it was going into the, the second half, and our biggest tackler was our safety. That was he. We must have Jonathan Abram out there. We had a lot of problems and a lot of people who ended up getting uh, that was in the secondary, but that wasn't a problem. This We're talking about they ran for 200 yards. I mean, they still passed. They they attacked on Arnett's side like they should have. When a player goes out, you're going to attack that side and everything. But it, it wasn't ridiculous like the run was. They just got us like – and we haven't seen that really well. I personally haven't seen that since that New England game. That's how New England came up and beat us. And it's just like, I thought we was past that. I thought we was good at stopping a run. It was still the passing here and there that did us dirty. But it seemed like we were reverting back a little bit. So I agree with you. Man, I'm back to the whole thing, man. Like, this season is, is going on, and we're going to make it. And I think we're going to make it to the playoffs. But, man, PG got to go. <laughs> and that's Paul Gunter. Dude. The, the, everybody who's listening know what I'm talking about. Paul Gunter gotta go, man. Like I'm I'm still not sold on this dude. You know, the Jets defensive coordinator was looking a lot better and I'm like now he's fired. So he's gonna be available. Maybe maybe that's the direction we go. But he just can't do none of that craziness that he did at the end of that game and like just send the whole house and instead of doing prevent and
1: thank you for letting us win and blowing your job. Oh, that, <laughs> you know that that plot you know what that that um defensive call probably was was for the Jets, I believe. I believe they was like Clemson, Clemson, Clemson. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what that was Clemson because boy, that if that didn't look like an all-out tank job, like, no, we can't win this game. Because at the time, like if you're looking at the scoreboard, uh what other one, um Jacksonville Jaguars, they were on the verge of possibly winning their game. So that you know, you don't know where that would have put them because I don't think those two teams play each other, so it would have had to go to strength of schedule. but
0: you you trying to say that I don't think no none of the coaches was tanking. I think like they, they, let me, you know, be, let me be, conspiracy be conspiracy theory. Let me be
1: conspiracy theory for once. <laughs> okay.
0: You, you can go out and say that, man. But, like, they the one who went out there and scored. So they was trying to win this game. I mean, it was just, like, that was a great play at the end of the game. But let's... let's
1: so, 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 basic, so basically what you're saying... So basically what you're telling me is they were trying to give the game away to y'all. And y'all still almost lost.
0: No, I'm not saying that at all. We was never trying to get this game away, and we was always going to win this game. I was never worried about it. All we do is go out there and win. That's all we do, man. This you was great. never worried? I was never worried. Uh, I
1: hate to bring offline conversations to the light.
0: But one, See, this is why I watch the games with you. I'm never watching the games over here
1: again. Weren't you, weren't you already talking to your family and having them talk you off the ledge until they was like, oh, you seen that play? Were you were you one of those Raiders fans I was talking about to begin with full transparency of course people so prez were you one of those people man what you mean did you stop watching your game like I stopped watching my game in the, in the man, third quarter
0: but yeah man like but it was an exciting game and that's what's one thing like we've been doing like pretty much like all our games have come down to the wire on all these like the bigger wins and all this stuff like it's, it's been exciting. It's been exciting. And uh and that's what that thing like what the Raiders going to keep us out there. I just got to realize we can't turn off these games, man. We got to stick with it. You never know what John Gruden's going to whip up. He ain't going to give us this big lead that we can feel comfortable and just walk away these ain't those type of games he wants your attention full time and that's where we're going to end up getting so Raiders we pulled it out we just won that's all we go out there for just win baby that's don't don't worry about these scores don't be listening to everybody else out here we won the game we talking about these Colts next and how we're going to get another 18 picks off Phillip Rivers this week and uh, I know they was playing a lot better this week. If we called li- So, but, yeah, going into week 14, we got the Colts, whose defense, man, they got a very balanced uh, team over here. If you look at on the offense side, they got just equal amount of rushing as they do passing. they can do either way. Uh, but I still, like I said, I don't have faith in Phillip Rivers. Phillip Rivers, I think if we get to him and, and bang him up a little bit, I think he goes back and regresses. He already has a foot injury, Cash. He He's sitting there with a foot injury. So, you know who don't got a foot injury? That defense.
1: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. But we got, what do they mean? You don't know who we got? We got MVP Derek Carr. He's going to guide us all the way, man. He's going to guide us all the way. Take us play, out. Take us out. Take play play us it's out. It's a bad game, man. They have bad games. Like, look look what just happened to uh, Russell Wilson over there in, in New York
1: that's that's very rare it's rare it's rare
0: i mean but then you have
1: aaron Rodgers. his game where he threw a bunch away i mean we already know y'all don't protect home so
0: they're throwing stuff away you got uh um you got drew Brees. he he out here losing games and breaking ribs and what i'm trying to say is these great so-called like they have bad games so that's what I'm talking it up to on Derek Carr. He had a bad game. He's coming back, man. Well, Our offense is back rolling. I think this was the win that we needed to, like, it was a tough one. We, we back home for three games, all at Allegiant Stadium, and you know what that means. What's Always this? bet on black. Always bet on black. Seven and five, I out, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Already, man, we looking better than, like, last year. What we yeah, hey, we looking. We looking like we got seven wins. All we got to win is one more. Like we already doing a lot better, and that's all you can ask for is a little bit of improvement each time. But we want that playoffs. We we see it. It's
1: with it. it's ours to lose. So all we gotta do is go out there and win. I think we're gonna keep that up, right? Uh, yes, again. So if you want the playoffs, you got to be the playoff bound team in the Colts. So we'll see what you do there. You gonna do your little thing and take us out?
0: Yeah, man. You know, still MVP, Derek Carr. Brought us through at the end, people. Cut them some slack still. We won the game. I don't care what you want to say. We won the game. Henry Ruggs, way to way to be resilient, come back, bounce back, and get that, get that score at the end. Now we need you to have that breakout game like Darren Waller. Let's go. We're gonna beat these Colts. Raiders.